What's up, y'all? Welcome back to Baz Reviews Bazcast. I'm your host. Fuck my leg. Welcome back to the podcast. How y'all doing? This episode has been. We got some interesting gadgets on screen right now. You know, second twelve. This is twelve. Second of the new era. I don't know, man. I don't understand what's going on. I'm, this is my podcast, but very loose, very loose podcast. If you can't understand, but I got something interesting today. We have a sponsor. Holy shit! But don't. Don't get too excited. Don't get too excited. I'm my own sponsor, but I'll explain. If H3H3 can do it, I can do it too. This episode is sponsored by Super Jail, my new album available everywhere March 6th. Stick around later in the podcast for some more information. And stick around even later in the podcast because I have something I've never done before on this channel or in this podcast, but we'll get to that. Don't you worry. But but speaking of music, I have the first musical guest of version two showing up to the podcast. A lovely gentleman, me and him go way back to the days of uh, Reddit forums and online creative Instagram group chats. Ladies and germs, welcome to the stage, the Christina Aguilera of Calm Art, Earl Elliott. What's up, boss man? How you doing? <laughs> Great introduction. Uh, I'm good. Good. Thank, Thank you for you. having me. This is uh, nah, hell yeah, dude. I've, uh, I've done something like this. This feels like uh, I'm a real artist now. Oh, uh, an interview? Yeah. I mean, like, yeah. A, uh, yeah, like a podcast interview. Podcast interviews are fun, man, just because you could speak and stuff. Have you done like those uh, like e- email back and forth interviews? Oh, no, no. I, I, I did like a, a, a small interview in a local paper when I was like 15. Ooh, really? Well, what was it for the music or what was it for? Uh, yeah, I, I had a small band uh, when I was 16 with a few friends. And then we, we had a show uh, at some other local thing. And so the local paper interviewed us about our music. It was pretty cool. That's but it was, dope, yeah. I mean, it, yeah. But it was it was all very local. Yeah, it's still something, you know. Yeah. Fairly local. It's not necessarily a bad thing. No, it was. I mean, we thought it would be a great start, but the band ended up just watering down and splitting. Yeah, I was gonna say, where's the band now? Where's everyone? Where are all the bandmates now? uh all living different lives no okay. i still i still I st- i'm still friends with a, a bunch of them okay that's sweet yeah we all went to college and then we stopped making music together and sometimes that happens you know man sometimes you just gotta go to college <laughs> yeah <laughs> so earl elliot i never really gave you a formal introduction of what you do so i'm just gonna default to nardwar so who are you and what do you do um, well, I go by Earl Elliot and I make uh, music. I write songs. I uh, make them on my computer, try to finish them, and then I put those songs out. Uh, and I spend a long time just putting out demos every once in a while. But uh, this summer, I put out my first real singles, as you will. Um, and yeah, so I do music. Chroma and Stefado. Did I pronounce the second one correctly? Uh, Stufado, yeah, it's an Italian yes. word, but yeah. What does it mean? Uh, it means it, it means stew, like a stew you eat. But the word stew oh. sounded very wintry to me, and I wanted it to sound summery, so I translated it to Italian. That's oh, the only reason it's called that. That's kind of sick, actually. I like that. I didn't even know that. Yeah, the album yeah. covers for them are fantastic. Yeah, I the I met the dude who did uh, did them on Reddit as well. He's like he's Australian dude. Dude, Reddit's fucking crazy. We get so, so much <laughs> shit from us just like circles back to fucking Reddit. Yeah, 
It is. It's it's great. So yeah, it was a, it was a guy that I, I I don't know I don't remember what subreddit it was on, but he, he he posted like saying he was a graphic designer and he wanted to do more stuff for like independent artists, and he put uh, some of his own work as like a reference, and I thought it was really cool. So I I, I like DM'd him on Instagram uh, the same day, and and like pretty quickly we we figured out what what it was gonna be and uh, finished it. That's really fucking sick, actually. Yeah, it was it was really cool. It was fun working uh, with him. And then, I mean, the the time zone was weird because like when I woke up, it's all it's all like evening in Australia. So it was like <laughs> sometimes oh, yeah. like sometimes like I wake up and and he send me some edits and 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 I I uh, email him back with like my comments and then a, a whole day uh, goes by <laughs> because he's like already finishing up for the day. So it. But it was cool. Uh, I really, I'm really happy with the, how those works turn out. So. No, yeah, it looks fantastic. But not only does it look fantastic, it sounds fantastic too. These are two really good tracks, my man. Yeah, thanks. I've I've had those. I've been working on those songs uh, for a while. Like, um, Stefano is one of the first uh, new tracks that I was because I, I I used to write like uh, guitar songs, like like uh, indie, poppy, rocky mm-hmm. kind of songs. And then when I went to college, I like made a whole 180, uh, discovering like new music and and, and kind of abandoning uh, the music I used to to make and, and listen to a lot. And as to far, I was like figuring out what I wanted to make myself for a long time. As to far, it was like the first song that was like, all right, this is this this is something. This is I, I think I want to go in this direction more. Oh shit! So what's uh so stop so Stefano was made earlier and chroma was made later what are the stories behind those two songs and the creation process behind them i guess um yes um uh, so i i i'm i'm from belgium originally but i i went to college in amsterdam so i moved when i was 17 i moved to the netherlands Shit. um yeah which isn't that far i mean like it's like a two-hour drive it's 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 not that far but it's like a whole different like different people and 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 they speak the same language here but it's like a different accent and it's like a, like a big change and and i had like a few uh years that like quite difficult years just adapting to like a new setting and 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 like going to college and and like i studied music so like studying music and and figuring out uh how much i don't know yet and how much i want to do and i can't really figure out how i want to do it um but so Stufado is really about like a, uh, a period uh, in my life that was like really figuring out, um, just figuring out stuff. And it's like, uh, it's yeah, like a train of thought. Uh, it's a lot of different uh, fragments of my mind like fit together. Uh, a lot of fears and anxiety. Um, yeah, and just uh, a lot of random stuff as well that just made sense in like the the... The time period and also like the the title uh Stufad, like the, the word stew um i chose that one because it felt like a lot of my days uh were really the same or like really similar and i didn't do anything i felt like i wasn't making any progress um like in the same way that a stew like you put it on the stove but it's so low that you don't notice it's cooking a wash pot so, never boils yeah but it, it uh but then when you look back like a few uh, I mean, in, with, with food, it's like when a few hours, but uh, that period in my life, when I look back like three, four months later, I noticed how much I've changed, how much new shit I discovered, how much 
um, everything just changed. Well, I didn't feel that that anything was changing uh, day by day. Hmm. Very so insightful answers. Yeah. So that that's, that that was basically that song is just me. I, I wrote it looking back on like the first year and a half uh, of my time in, in in Amsterdam. Oh shit! Wow. Damn, that's a way too insightful answer for this podcast. I thought way too <laughs> deeply about that. What about what about Chroma? Uh, Chroma is uh, more like a typical love. I mean, it's like the 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 first girl that I was like really in love with. Ooh, like, love song. Yeah, because I I mean I used to when I was sixteen I used to write a bunch of love songs, but it's all like really kind of vague and 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 I mean. Um, when I, I mean, when I was 16, like you have flings and you have like girls you're interested in and like little small love affairs, but they yeah, like little crushes. Yeah, little crushes and, and stuff that doesn't necessarily mean that much. And and uh, Chroma is based on like the first time that I was like, whoa, this is like this is I, I'm discovering all these new feelings and like all these new things. And 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 it's like a mix of like anxiety and excitement going in all of that and like discovering uh those new emotions and stuff oh shit your music has like very deep intense personal meaning i love it uh yeah thanks <laughs> i mean yeah i try i'm try to like write about stuff that that feels um true to myself and, and feels like i'm saying something that makes sense to me at least okay i think that being that transparent with people also gives people more of a reason to interact with you and support you because you do wear your heart on your sleeve very prominently throughout your discography the the minimal discography that you have the two songs yeah well yeah i i try to i mean like even with like the demos that i posted on soundcloud which had like not not a lot of uh not a lot of streams like at all but like i try like the songs i released are like all songs that like doesn't need, doesn't have to be deep but like they made sense on like even if it was something that's not that deep that i still wanted to say it like it made sense in what it is that i wanted to say with that song or that demo very interesting mr earl elliot i like your songwriting prowess because you do tout yourself as a songwriter how did you start i don't want to make this like too much of a broad question but how did you get into music and like the production vocal lyrical all that stuff like what got you into music um, I, I, like my, my dad used to play like a lot of music. So I, I was for, from a pretty young age, like exposed to like a lot of music and I had like, uh, like an iPod from a, I mean, I, I, I got my, like one of the first old iPods, uh, my mom had one. And then when she got a newer one, I got her old one. Mm -hmm. So I'd like, I was like listening to a lot of music and then I think I was like eight when I got, uh, like a guitar. And so I started to like uh, take guitar lessons and like uh, I wanted to play like learn chords and, and then uh, really like when I started playing guitar, I immediately wanted to write songs mm -hmm. and like I, I, I didn't know how to speak English yet, but I, I wanted to I, I made songs that sounded English-ish in a way. It was close enough. You made mumble yeah. rap. Holy shit. Yeah, I did. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so yeah, then and, and and like uh, I learned to play guitar better, and I learned English, and I I just started like, um, yeah, just started singing over chords, and 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 that became like those became little songs, and then I had like a band when I was 
14, I think the band started. And like, it was just like, I had a bunch of songs written and then uh, me and my friends would like, yeah, figure out like extra guitar riffs and, and like how to do drums. Uh, but we didn't record like anything. Cause I, 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 I just started, uh, I learned how to record and produce music just uh, when I was in college. Because I really, I, I started college with just like a bunch of demos on my iPhone. Yeah. of like me playing guitar and then singing songs over him um but then yeah in, in college I, I i got a lot of music uh production classes and and started figuring out how many options i had uh if i could program my own beats and if i could like use uh, different instruments and synthesizers and and all of that crazy stuff the way you speak english is very well how did you learn english so well um i watched a ton of tv growing up nice nice like yeah but that, that's one of the 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 things that I, um about me making music like it's so it's the background that i have it's like i i grew up in 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 europe in belgium which is like one of the more boring parts of europe but like I, I i grew up like with american pop culture american music american tv and film and like all that stuff and like even the, the sound I have today is like it's it's inspired by hip hop, it's inspired by R and B, it's like inspired by a bunch of American uh, American elements. Yeah. Um, and and like yeah, it's been a real like challenge to craft uh, music that's like has all those elements and 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 has this side of me that grew up with all this American influence, uh, but still like feels. Um, true to where I'm from and 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 because even when I got older I started like appreciating where I come from more and started appreciating like European culture more and 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 European fashion and food and music and and so I try to like really make something that that incorporates like all this stuff and make something new that makes sense for a guy that grew up in Belgium but grew up with a lot of American influence it's a really interesting mix of uh, contemporary influences. I think that, I, honestly, now that you say that, I really think that shows in the music. What kind of music and stuff did you grow up with? Like a lot of, I mean, mainly uh, American and, and English rock and pop music. Um, so yeah, that, uh, a lot of Ameri- uh, indie music and, and um, yeah, guitar band music, basically. Okay. Yeah, and then and then I started this like uh, when I was like old enough like to get it on the computer like nine or ten. I started like going on the internet and discovering music on YouTube and getting more into like uh, older music and like more soul or, or hip hop or R and B like all that stuff. Very wholesome come up. I really like this like the story. The backstory just sounds so like nice and sweet. Like you just have such a really good story. Yeah, it's still, it's still because I, I, my, I know, um, I think all, I know all the English words that I need to use, and and I know how sentences are formed, but it's still like quite hard to articulate uh, sometimes in a, in a way that makes sense. I, um, I get that, but the way that you present it, I could not even tell. Like you have, you sound great when you speak English. Well, thanks, but I'm, I'm like hundred percent sure that like people from Belgium will recognize my accent in like a, a heartbeat. <laughs> you do have a bit of a, a bit of an accent to it but it's it's intelligible like i can understand what you're saying and this is coming from someone who can barely speak english well so 
<laughs> take take yeah. it what you will, but I think it's quite impressive. Well, I I noticed that Dutch uh, Dutch speaking people like they can't pronounce the English R. A lot of like when I hear Dutch uh, Dutch artists speak English, they 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 can't pronounce the R, and I can't do it either. And like a lot of Belgian people who speak English can't pronounce the R like correctly. It's it's different strokes, different folks, you know. As long as I can understand what you're getting at, then it's whatever. Yeah. I appreciate the I appreciate the effort though for people that try to speak. <laughs> I got to learn how to speak a different language. Did you? When did you learn how to speak English? Was that at like a young age, or was that like more um, recently? No, like um, I watched a ton of like Nickelodeon, and and they have like and we have subtitles. So I used to watch like all these. Like iCarly, Drake and Josh, all those shows, I watched them in English with Dutch subtitles. So I could, yeah. And 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 from like when I was like eight, eight years oh, old. Shit. I think. So like, I, I was, I was, I spoke a little English when I was like 12 because I watched so many, so many, uh, so much TV. And then I got English in school. And then when you go on the internet, it's all in English. So you, you just, yeah, it just comes, you just get like, bombarded with with english everywhere holy shit cartoons taught you how to speak english they did yeah that's 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 kind of crazy actually that's a really fucking crazy see and that's for every parent that said tv doesn't teach you shit <laughs> it's kind of sick I mean, though <laughs> yeah yeah but it's it's cool because i i've noticed like uh i, I put on like disney channel uh, a while back like it was on and i walked by it and like the shows that I used to watch in in English, they 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 translated them to Dutch. Really? Yeah, they dubbed it over. So, so it, it kind of defeats the purpose of learning English from it. Yeah, the <laughs> I think the kids uh, they're watching it right now. They don't get as much English from that. But I mean, the kids aren't TikTok. The kids aren't the internet. They'll they'll be fine. Yeah. You think if you think you grew up like if you were trying to learn English, do you think you could do it through TikTok? I'm curious your opinions on that app. I mean, depends on what side of there are so many sides of TikTok. I don't, oh, I don't. Yes. I think it really depends because, because I mean, even looking back, I can pinpoint what exactly taught me English, but I just knew like, um, I started knowing English, and like the only reasonable explanation is I watched so much TV and and was on the internet so much that oh yeah, eventually I I, I learned English. It's like a gradual process. You weren't sitting yeah. down with a book in school and be like, "All right, I'm going to learn English today." It was just kind of yeah, exactly. evolved throughout your living. Yeah, I think it's like the same when, like, uh, I, I mean, I moved to another country, but they spoke my language, so I don't have that experience. But I hear a lot of people that move to like countries with different languages that they just started knowing the language just by being surrounded by it all the time, and then you just pick up what sounds right and what sounds wrong, and then you pick up what what reactions people have to certain sounds and then that way you gradually like learn the language yeah that's like culture shock like if you're dropped in yeah. somewhere that you kind of like have to l learn how to speak the language to like get around or just like get food like basic survival yeah. things you kind of you can it's kind of sink or swim at that point you got to learn how to speak the language or at least close enough for yeah. people to understand it yeah but it's even like like baby that's how babies learn language like just being just hearing it all the time and then starting to uh, to imitate those sounds. Yeah, I was going to say, because I was going to ask when, when I asked you about how old you were when you learned how to speak English. I know that like very young kids learn languages like very quickly. Like 
if one of their parents can speak a different language, then that baby will pick up on that yeah. language a lot quicker. So it re- it really fascinates me when I hear people who are not babies learn a different language because that shit's really fucking wild. Yeah, I think yeah, I think like the only way to like do it properly is like be surrounded by it. Yeah, because because I I mean I I grew up Belgium. I don't know if you know something about Belgium, but Belgium has two parts. Like the north they speak Dutch and the south they speak French. Mm-hmm. Um, I grew up in the in the northern part, but we had French in school, so I know a bit of French. But I think the only uh, way I'll actually actually learn French is if I like move to Paris for like a year. And just hear French all the, uh, every day. That'd be an interesting experiment. Like if you just for like a year, just like you know what, fuck it, I'm I'm gonna do this experiment. Just go there and see how much French you learn after a year. Yeah, I think I think you'd be amazed. I mean, especially because I know like the basic. I know how to form sentences and I know like a bunch of words. So I I, I really think like if I move to France now, I'll I'll be almost fluent in like a year or two. Shit, that's extremely impressive to me. My brain's not big enough to do that, but that's mad impressive. <laughs> Well, I'm pretty sure, like, because uh, you in in the states, you get like taught Spanish in school. Yeah, we well in my school, it really depends on where, but you have the option between French and Spanish to take. And like when you get to college, I think depending on your curriculum, you have to take a language. And I think they kind of broaden up a little bit. I think like German and uh, I think I think one of them is like Japanese. I think, but don't quote me on it. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I think like if you had like a a, a basic uh, introduction to like Spanish and you'd move to like Argentina or Spain or something, you like it, it will take you like a year and you you really know uh, you really know Spanish. I've I had a uh, in my class in college I had a Norwegian girl and like she understands perfect Dutch. Really? She never took a class. She just, she was just surrounded and in, in at first we we speak English to her but she hears us speaking Dutch and then she gradually like learned Dutch and then she speaks Dutch pretty well because Dutch is like a hard language but she speaks it pretty well but she understands like everything I can I can talk Dutch to her and she can answer in English and we can have a perfect conversation that way that would melt my brain if I heard that talk like my brain would <laughs> stop working if I heard that I don't know yeah. I think just the the concept of language just like fascinates me because I because I only know one I, I think I don't know if that's like a yeah. thing for people who only only know one but if I meet people who can speak a different language I'm like that's really that's really fucking cool actually yeah I, I can't really imagine how it'd be to like only know because if you only know one language just that's the only reference point and I got like uh, I got my friends and my family who all speak Dutch and and then when I watch TV it was in in English so and and uh, that's just I mean I write songs in English because um, writing in English feels more natural some way because I hmm. all the music I heard was in English and like poetry and, and TV and all that stuff I got so much uh, in English words that English words make sense to me to express those feelings and, and emotions like really that's so deep and philosophical this is like the most philosophical episode of this podcast like <laughs> ever like we're talking about like the etymology of language and like the way words have meaning like that's fucking crazy yeah i'm uh, <laughs> glad to be a part of it yeah all right so i'm gonna make a left turn so we can make it a little little stupider we can't have this be too wholesome give me no, some I... cool uh give me some cool swear words in other languages uh you like dutch swear words yeah give me dutch swear words Oh man, there's 
there's a bunch of them. Give me like, give me like three, three cool Dutch swear but, words. Like, but what, what do you want? Do you want like an equivalent to like fuck or like, like what context? Yeah, yeah, sure, like, if, if you, if, um, because like, uh, well, the 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 the, the verb to fuck in <laughs> Dutch is is nuken. 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 That, okay. That's that's fucking. Um. But it's not like it's not a swear word. It's just like a, a, ver, a vulgar way of like saying it. Okay. But, um. Shit. I don't. Um. Can you give like a, a sentence to translate? That that probably okay. be easy. Um. Give me an insult and I'll translate it for you. Okay. You're a piece of shit. Uh. He's in a clue attack. Oh, that sounded fucking metal. Holy shit, Sadie. That, that was... <laughs> I even did it like a Antwerp dialect, so it, it's... Yeah. No, okay. A lot of Dutchies might not understand that either. Oh, shit. Klootzak uh, means like asshole. Klootzak? Klootzak. It, it means... it. it uh, I mean, the little translation of that is like your, your ball sack. <laughs> So that's, like yeah, that's when awesome. you're when you're really mad, you call somebody a ball sack. It would... <laughs> that's that's awesome. Yeah. You call someone ball sack in Dutch. Oh, that's great. Is that like? Because I know that English has like the top swear words. The word fuck. What is like the top swear word in Belgium? Um, I think it would be like a kut, which means vagina, but like. Uh, as well as as in Belgium as in the Netherlands, like the word "cut" is is used like a lot, like in the same way that "fuck" is used. Cut. Yeah. Huh. Uh, if you want to say like 2020 was a shit year, you'll say uh, 2020 was a cut year. Oh. Wow. Shit, man. I'm learning so much today. This is great. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So if I go to Belgium, I know how to insult people. Yeah. Shit. Yeah, I mean, you, you, you'll have the knowledge to call them a ball sack. Yeah. <laughs> that's, the, that's all the knowledge I need right there, baby. Mm -hmm. But speaking of knowledge, I'm curious about, we went a little bit existential about language and stuff, but you're saying a lot of music. You're a big music man. What are your, because we're rounding down the year. It's a, We got like a little less than a month and a half. What's What are your projected albums of the year? Oh, um... Wait, there was a bunch of music that came out this year. I like the weekend record. Oh yeah, um, after hours, that was pretty fun. Yeah, that was great. Um, damn. I wait. What? I gotta like refresh my memory. What? Uh, what was released this year? I'm gonna pull up my iTunes library real Give quick. Give it a look, see. Um, what did we have? I love the Phoebe Bridgers record. Oh yeah, um, someone called. Uh, the Punisher. Oh yeah, Punisher. That it's was really name. good. Um, I love the uh, Jimmy Stack album. Jimmy I thought Stack. that that's uh, that's it's like a producer that wor worked with like a lot of artists. But he has an album with like features of Bonnie Vare and Bare Faces on it. And whoa, wait, oh wait, hand. Who is this? Jimmy Jim E Stack. It's like Jim, uh, yeah, Jim Jim E, e Stack. Stack. But like apparently the 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 song with Bareface has like a guitar riff and apparently he ripped it from Claro. Holy shit! I, I have I read never it heard of this person ever. I am extremely yeah. intrigued now. I'm listening. I know exactly what I'm doing when I'm done with this interview. Holy shit! Yeah, I I, I didn't I didn't uh, know him either, but he had like this single with Bonnie Vera, which was pretty cool. 
And when I looked at him, he, he worked with like a bunch of people. He worked with Charlie XCX and he and Haim and like oh Damn. that's that's I think that's my favorite album of the year, the Haim record. That oh, was that, oh yeah yeah yeah. I, I I listened to that so many times. Oh, uh, what's and, it called? Oh, Women in Music Part Three. Yeah. And another one, I have a Dutch record that I want to shout out. Um, it's a Dutch rapper called ADF Samsky. A ADF Samsky. ADF Samsky, ADF Samsky. He had a, he had an album called uh, Fresh Prince van Noord. Oh shit! Look uh, at fresh, it right now. Yeah, Fresh Prince of Noord, and it's 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 a good it's a good trap album. Shit. It's, All right, it's I'll a give a lot of fun. Like that. Hell yeah! Yeah, the Dutch rap. Um, so yeah, I think that sums it up. Like, like the Weekend album was cool. The Heim album was amazing. Um, yeah, there's a lot of music that came out this year. There like was every lot. it's it's. I try to like uh, keep up with all the music, but it's there's so much music coming out all the time. Okay, so, so as of now, what is your projected? Because it's not official yet, because it's not over. But what's the two B album of the year? As of now, what do you think is the album of the year? I think it's the Haim one. Haim. Okay. Yeah. That's respectable. Yeah. It's just respectable. It's it's one of the it's one of the few albums that I played front to back a bunch of times. A bunch. This year. Yeah. That's when you know it's a good record, man. Yeah, and I kept like I kept having like new favorite songs. Like uh, when I like the single came out, like the steps was like my favorite song in the world. And then and then wait, I'm trying. I get the trying to find the find the album. Um, where is it? Oh, yeah, I got it. Like the steps was like my favorite song in the world when it came out. And then uh, when the entire album, like I had a period that was listening gasoline on repeat for a while. 3 a.m. on repeat for a while and like I kept finding new favorite songs and yeah it's 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 rare when an album has that so I, I really sad. love that album okay that's the favorite album but I'm curious so do you have a favorite song that's not off of the high album like is your favorite song category different from your favorite album category um no usually it's 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 a different I mean I don't know it's it's well, a lot of the times it is a song from the album, but um, what is the song of 2020 for Mr. Earl oh, Elliot? I know. Um, damn, uh, it might be "Dear April" by Frank Ocean. Ooh, because really? I, I mean, I'm a huge Frank Ocean fan. Like the influence, you probably yeah, I can hear the Frank. Yeah, I can hear the Frank Ocean. Yeah, I, I I got that comment a lot, and like it makes sense. Like it, that it, I mean, it wasn't. Uh, well, I, I didn't mean to sound like Frank Ocean, but like obviously when you it listen, just, it just it, happened to, yeah, yeah. And it's like, I mean, it is like a you you try you listen to the albums and you try like figure out how he does certain uh, things or how or what makes certain things sound so sick. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, I wasn't expecting like new Frank music this year. Uh, so when those two singles came out, it was like a nice surprise. Yeah, that was pretty cool. And like at first, I I didn't really um because like they, they sounded cool but i wasn't really blown away by them away, yeah yeah but the more i started listening to them and like especially dear april it's such a good song it's like uh if if this if, if this would have been on an album it would have been like a classic song i think everyone thought that like 2019 when he released dhl and in my room we were all thinking we were getting a new album yeah we all got yeah, i remember that it was yeah, it, it was fun it was a fun period, like with all the 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 nightclub 
like the all the teaser tracks from like his, uh, I, his yeah club. I think Dear April and uh, the other ones uh, Sinatra, yeah they had remixes I, yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, Kayendo oh yeah Kayendo because yeah, I'm pretty sure he had like a DJ set where he played like both of those songs and people were like oh shit what's this and then he released them officially yeah that was sick yeah that was pretty cool do you ever think Frank when do you think Frank Ocean's gonna drop bro oh I don't know man I, I um like I I thought he was gonna drop this year. But then, like, yeah. But then, like, when when the like when his brother brother passed away, yeah, I remember that. Ago, I was like, yeah, we're not getting getting anything for like at least a year. This is mm -hmm. this is yeah. If if there if there was an album almost ready, it's gonna be like delayed, delayed. Yeah, because twenty sixteen was when Blonde was released, and that's like what was that like when twenty twenty one happens? Yeah. That this could be five years ago. Yeah. Yeah, five years. It's half a decade without a new Frank Ocean album. Do you think people could wait that long for a new Frank Ocean? I mean, well, I think so, because the first long wait was like four years. Between yeah, Channel Orange, Channel Orange and Blonde. And like his following wasn't like like most of like his diehard fans are are uh, with him since Blonde. Because mm -hmm. like, I mean, I, I love Channel Orange. It's a great album. But like Blonde is the, the album that really really um put frank like in my all-time favorite uh list that's like the album i'm pretty sure it was either pitchfork or rolling stones had it as like number one or two like best album of the decade yeah for sure for sure it's quite legendary i have like another album i want to share like the little uzi album oh <laughs> like yeah. it was it was way too long and it took me a while to like uh, get rid of some of the filler but like the the album that I have now with like it's like a shorter version. There is some great songs in it. I listened to the first half because it was I remember it was like March something lot, yeah. when it was released. I was like, oh shit! I, I listened to it on a plane because that was that was like the one time I've ever traveled. And I was like, yeah. okay, yeah, this isn't bad. And then I think like a day or two later, like as because we were going to the place, and then when I was getting on the plane to come back, he dropped the second half. I'm like, holy shit! I'm like this is fucking crazy. I listened to the second half. I'm like, okay. I mean, I was never a huge Lil Uzi fan, but it was not bad. It was yeah, okay. I, mean, it, I I delayed listening to it for like two weeks because it was it was so many songs. It was like it was a lot. I think yeah, I was total thirty two songs. Yeah, so I really didn't want to like um have to like listen to all of them and like <laughs> listen because you have to listen like a few times to really know. Okay, to I get like the feel these. for a song. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, especially when they're that many, like you know, you're not gonna like all of them equally. Mm -hmm. So it's I have like this when I when I listen to an album, I have like this process. Like I listen the first time, and then I decide if I'm gonna if I like the album uh, enough to keep it in its entirety, or like if I'm think okay, no, I don't like all of them. I wanna wanna uh, sift it down to like a like a few songs. It's low key um, exactly what I do. It's exactly yeah. what I do. <laughs> And then I and I try to get rid of like the immediate filler like if I don't feel the song like just get rid of it, mm -hmm. and then but like that I did that process with the Uzi album and like when I got down to like twelve songs or something I was like oh man dude these are so these are such good songs like so many good melodies or like like funny bars yeah do you listen to uh, Pluto and Baby Pluto? Not yet. I have the same thing like I don't I look like. 
I don't want to have to go through the entire album. No, it, they just released a deluxe version of it. Already? Damn, yes. that's, that's crazy. Like, I, I this had I to have been like an hour or two ago that they dropped this. I don't understand why everybody keeps making deluxe versions. I don't know. The deluxe version it's so un, was it's like... It's unnecessary. It was interesting when it was like... If it's who started songs, it? I don't have no idea, but like if it's songs that like contextualize with the album where it's like it's a continuative narrative where it's kind of like a bonus yeah. credit scene almost, but because the original for baby for Pluto and baby Pluto was 16 and then they just went to fucking 24, so that's like an extra, like I don't know, my math's not good. Yeah, it's an, uh, eight tracks, that's an extra eight tracks. Like, yeah, what more of a story are you going to convey in, in eight more tracks that? was not good enough in the 16 if you feel me like but I, I like when like bonus uh bonus albums just or like deluxe albums just add like three bonus tracks like a good example was uh, after hours by the weekend that was a good yeah. example of a bonus yeah it's like it's like just getting a uh, like a little treat after your meal mm -hmm. like just uh, like an unexpected dessert um so I, I i like it if like a deluxe album has that or it has like extra recording or of a, a song that's already on the album like a live like, version of whatever yeah like a live or like a acoustic version or something like that but like now everybody starts to give like just a full new album Th that's like, what uh know. nav did like his uh t his, his like oh fuck i forgot what the album's called but like the deluxe version was just a another album same with little Wait, the the good intentions one or? yeah 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 i actually kind of like the album i'm i i, I used to like really i mean, think like nav is like really corny and then i i gave this uh the album a shot because like a lot of cool rappers were tweeting about it and like uh young thug was featured and and a bunch of other ones yeah, there's a lot of features on this yeah so i, I gave it a listen i actually didn't hate it and the more i started listening to it, i kind of liked like a, a lot of the songs it's the only album of like nav that because I, I checked out his new he has a new album already yeah, emergency tsunami yeah i i i I'm, i don't think i'm gonna keep any of those songs <laughs> the, but, I like, I, but i like the i like the good intention uh, one I, there were a lot of cool songs in that i'll be honest i didn't really give nav like a good shot i guess so if i am gonna start if i want to give nav like a pure shot I'll, I'll try out good intentions Maybe not the entire deluxe thing, but no, maybe the first. No, half. I, I don't think I don't even think I listened to the deluxe version. I, I think I only have the regular version. Okay, well, I mean, more, one more Nav fan. That's exactly what he needs. He needs more people to enjoy Nav. <laughs> yeah, more people to recognize his OVO jacket when he walks out. Of yeah, the dude, fucking OVO, place. dude. <laughs> dude, Nav <laughs> is so fucking cool. But speaking of fucking cool, we have an ad read. Let's okay. take it away, Jake. Thank you, Jake. We'll get right back to the podcast, but it's very important that I tell you about today's sponsor of the episode. Me, I'm my own sponsor. And I'm here to tell you my new album, Super Jail, comes out March 6th. Now, you might be thinking, Jake, I don't want to wait that long to listen to some amazing, experimental, hard-hitting, yet emotionally harmonic, electronic bangers you're going to drop. Well, don't you worry, you little impatient asshole. If you really got a passion for crashing, my new single off Super Jail, The Ooze, is out now on all major platforms. Give it a listen before it's gone. Remember, Super Jail by Jake Joseph is available everywhere for limited time only on March 6th. Links will be in the description. And The Ooze is out now under number 13 records. You can get more information, my entire discography, and official merch from my website, jakejosephmusic.com. Okay, back to the podcast. What'd you think of that ad read, Earl? Wait, did you do that? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's going to be put in after. 
Okay, wait, wait, let me, uh, let me read. Okay. Earl, what'd you think of the ad read? Oh, it's amazing. I'm gonna yes! buy this product. Let's fucking <laughs> <laughs> Nice. I like that. Transition. But speaking of transitions, I, now that I have an, a, somewhat of an Instagram following, I like to use it to my benefit. So I ask themed questions for each podcast that I want to, like, I want people to ask me so me and my guests could talk about. And this one, I want, I asked about food. I said, Give us two foods, and me and my guests are going to debate which one is more delicious. Because I don't know, I was okay. feeling hungry when I put that. So I want to see how good your taste, your your palate is, and we're going to go through some of these. Okay, right. yeah. Kendrick NG wants to know: French fries or potato wedges? Um. Well, I I have beef with the term French fries because oh um <laughs> oh we starting off hot today all right I'm yeah ready for it. Let's I, go. I, I, I have very strong feelings about it no uh, f- french fries i mean fries they're belgian <gasps> oh they took your like, shit you, they did when you go to france <laughs> and you order fries you get you don't get good fries but fries is like a, a national dish in in belgium where did the term like why did they get the name french fries you tell me. I don't know. That's I wish I knew. I wish I knew. I think I think Americans did it, but I don't know. I don't know why yeah, because even French, French people don't try to take credit for it because they know they're not. It's not there. I mean, yeah. But it's no fries is a real. It's a it's a it's a Belgian thing. Okay. The, so, like the national the national dish. Belgian fries. Yeah, Belgian fries, and obviously those are better than wedges. Ooh, all right. They're very. <laughs> impactful belgian, answer i like it yeah but belgian fries are like a, a little thicker than like uh the mcdonald's french fries that you get they're like a yeah. yeah yeah you can't be comparing like natural cut french fries to fucking mcdonald's i think anyone i think anything's gonna beat that out yeah but like like the 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 the, the shape is just different it's like it's like thicker it's like yeah it's it's like it's like uh finger sized rectangles oh shit like a fucking like a french toast stick uh almost yeah like that's the shape yeah and we we eat them with mayonnaise traditionally okay some people would yell at you for that but me i'm i like mayonnaise so i i could kind of see it maybe like a little bit of mayo and ketchup mixed in but i could i could get down with that i'm i'm i mean i'm a i'm a usually a ketchup kind of guy myself but like in Traditionally in Belgium, Traditionally. You, like you order fries with mayonnaise. Interesting. So, so essentially, fries over there is just thick cut potatoes with some mayonnaise. Some mayonnaise. Um. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. All right. So, so uh, French fries for the win, or Belgian fries yeah, yeah. for the win. Belgian fries for sure. I'll go along with that. All right. Countdown to Jackson wants to know: Sour Patch Kids or Swedish Fish? Um. I I I haven't had both of those foods. Oh really? Do you have like American? All right. What's your extent of American candy? Um. Well, I I don't know what you guys have that we don't have because we have a bunch of like stuff that I think I'm I'm assuming they have in in the states. But yeah, that's probably true. But I don't. But sour patches, just like like sour candies. Yeah, it's pretty much sour. Because, Both, because like one is have, sour candy and the other one is just the candy without sour, essentially. Okay, now yeah, we have sour candies and we have like just non-sour candies. Um, I don't know. I don't. I don't need that much candy uh, myself. And I'm with a lot of like food dilemmas. I like both, so I, it's like um, 
Yeah, I, I like sour candies and I like like the regular uh, candies, but I don't I don't eat that much, that much candy. Okay, touche. I'll put my foot down in this one. It's Sour Patch Kids for the win. That's that's, that's right. what I'm saying. All right. <laughs> Kendrick, uh, he already wrote one. This is a good one anyway. All right. Fried chicken versus fish and chips. Um, I'm going to go. I, I'll go with fried chicken. Yeah, I think I agree with fried chicken. Do you guys have KFC over there? Um, we don't in Belgium, but we do Ooh. in the Netherlands. Have you have you eaten KFC? Yeah, I have. But KFC I don't see Fox. I love it. I don't I don't like it that I don't think KFC is that good. Ooh. Are you I mean, are you a homemade my... fried chicken kind of guy? Oh, that that's way too much effort. No, um, <laughs> no, but I like to get like um, fried chicken. Like we have a, f- a few Korean restaurants uh, oh. in Antwerp and in Amsterdam as well, okay. and they have like really good fried chicken. Oh, I believe that. So yeah, I because I had it last night. I had Korean fried chicken last night. That was great. Oh, damn. damn, that sounds yeah. good. All right. It is. Yeah. Good. Good. Good one, Kendrick. Next count. Fuck. This guy already asked something. Whatever. Countdown to Jackson wants to know apples or pears. Ooh, that's a difficult one. I know. Um. Well, I think like apples is more like an everyday kind of fruit, and and a pear is something you have like every once in a while. Yeah. But I I think I'll 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 go with apples. I don't think I could eat a pear every day, and I I do think I could eat an apple every day. Uh, jury's out for me on this one because I'm allergic to apples, and I oh, okay. I really don't eat pears that much. So when when I do eat apples, like on the rare occasion, like I, it's not like any like I'm gonna die type shit if I eat an apple. It's just kind of like my lips get like a little puffy, my throat gets a bit scratchy, but they're pretty good. <laughs> so I'll I'll, but, I'll, I'll I'll take apples for the win. But is it also when when only when they're raw? Or like, can you have like applesauce? I, I, well, to be honest, I've never really drank an applesauce too much. Apple juice doesn't really give me like the same feeling, but I don't really count that because that's kind of like processed, like super heavy with like sugar and a bunch of bullshit. Yeah, but you, I mean, like you could cook down uh, apples with a bit of water and some sugar and then you get yeah, yeah. some sort of applesauce. Yeah, like applesauce or like apple pie I can do. Like, yeah, yeah I think it's raw okay. apples that really fuck me up, but yeah. apples for the win. All right, let's see. Let's go for some broad ones. Um, when a Minto Confusion, I don't know how to say your name. You guys do got to get better names. Like, goddamn, I've been saying this for a while. Pasta versus pizza. Oh, pasta for sure. Oh, really? Yeah. I mean, I, I don't get me wrong. I, I like pizza. Like everybody loves pizza, but I'm really into pasta. It kind of depends on the pasta dish, you know? Yeah, but, but pasta, you have so much more versatility. You can make, you can make pasta with like uh with tomato sauce or you can do it with like cream or, or there's so many options but you can do the same thing with a pizza man you could like you could put anything on a pizza you could put like a human foot some guinea pigs and a pound of cocaine and it's still a pizza yeah but the the vibe is still very much pizza it's like okay. still it like um because like you you can you know i don't know i i i i cook quite a lot because I, I got him really into like cooking videos and youtube lately and on tiktok now mm-hmm. so I, I i cook often and like my my default thing to make will be like or some form form of pasta yeah and i i think i could eat pasta every day i, I think there are enough options of different uh that are different enough to like eat a different pasta every day and i, I couldn't do the same with pizza yeah that's a good point i know i'm arguing with you because i agree i think i think uh <laughs> I think pasta for the win on that one. 
All right, I'm going to stop answering uh, return questions. Okay, Parker, 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 Parker wants to know, meatballs or cake balls? What are cake balls? You, know, you, know, you guys don't have cake balls? No, I don't think okay. so. So essentially what a cake ball is, is Starbucks popularized this, where they, you pretty much like essentially you bake a cake and then you... Uh, get like milk or like melted frosting or something pour it mm -hmm. over the cake scrunch it up and then roll them into balls and then you dip them in a, like white chocolate or like melted dark chocolate or whatever and it's like a, it's like a, a lollipop but it's cake essentially but, but how are those two in the same category because like, i don't know that i think that's like the difficult it's, part. it's it's meat versus cake yeah it's a difficult part do you want meat well, or do you want cake well i'll, I'll go for meat balls I think I'm gonna go with cake balls on this one. Probably because I'm fat, but I'm a little thirsty. Yeah, um, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, well, interesting. I, 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 I haven't that. had cake balls, but I, I like cake. But I, 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 I will always choose like real and like non-dessert foods. Over, if I have to. over. Okay, over. I see. Um. Okay. Some people don't know how to play. Alaskan Ice Queen 01 wants to know. This is what he wrote. He said, "I'm going to be an asshole and ask something." Any foods, any food slash foods that you would like to try? Um. Oh, that's a good one. I have to think about that. Um. Foods I haven't tried already that I want to try. I mean, I, I guess there are like a lot of like American things that I that I am curious how they taste. Like I, I've never had In and Out, and <laughs> it's like a like a meme almost that it's supposed to be good. So I'm I'm curious. Uh, I don't think I, don't, I haven't had in and out either actually yeah and like the 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 chicken sandwich from like was it popeyes or chick-fil-a oh, yeah. one of popeyes. the one of, yeah popeye i i, popeyes I chicken sandwich. like I, I i'm i'm curious uh to that as well but i i mean i think i could like imagine kind of what the vibe would be probably so, i mean and i haven't even tried them those two things that you just mentioned so shit i gotta step my game up <laughs> but good question alaskan ice queen um okay this question doesn't make any fucking sense because it's the same thing someone asked uh noodles or pasta which is the same thing if i'm not mistaken well, yeah well if i'm uh because i when i hear noodles i associate with like asian cuisine like noodles with like like ramen or like uh rice noodles because when i because like yeah i i understand that, like pasta noodles are noodles as well but okay oh here on the topic someone someone legit completely independent of him updated it spaghetti or ramen yeah um, that's, that's much better that, yeah i mean i really like ramen so this is a tough one but um yeah a, a, a really well-made spaghetti i don't think I'll, I'll i'll be able to give up that i think i'm gonna go with ramen on this one yeah, I mean, it, yeah, it really depends. Yeah, it's like depends on really the mood. Depends. Well, right I mean, now I'm saying ramen. Depends on, on like the quality because like yeah, true. Ramen is amazing and yeah, I don't know, too difficult. Okay, touche. Skittles. This is by Darren Eckert. Skittles or Starbursts? Have you tried either of those? I've I've tried Skittles. We have those here. Um, what do you I think of Skittles? Uh, nah. Skittles they're are my fine. favorite candy ever. Fucking love they're, Skittles. They're fine, I guess. Like, uh, when they first, uh, when we first got Skittles here, it's like, 
I was like already like 14 or something when they first introduced Skittles. And then it was like very like a new thing. And I knew what Skittles were because I saw it like on TV and stuff. So it was like at first really exciting, like, oh, Skittles, it's this new thing. But I I don't eat Skittles that much. I don't know. They're fine. But yeah. But I don't know. uh, What was the other ones? Starbursts. Starbursts. I I, I haven't had that one. Yeah. Starbursts are like little individually wrapped like it's like taffy essentially like not like the like saltwater taffy but like not saltwater it's pretty good I like both of them but I'm saying Skittles because Skittles are my favorite candy ever okay yeah then I'll, I'll follow you and uh, I'll go with Skittles there we fucking go all right <laughs> Koopa 17 wants to know chicken fried rice or Mexican rice um wait chicken fried rice do you is it like the same as like shrimp fried rice, but then with chicken? Yeah, with chicken. Okay. And what's Mexican rice? Mexican rice is like, it's kind of like uh, how when people make tacos, the seasoning that they make for tacos, they just kind of put yeah. that seasoning on top of the rice, essentially. Oh, that sounds good. Um, it's pretty yeah, good. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll go with that. All right. I think, yeah, I think I'll go with Mexican rice too. And this section is going to be uh, dubbed people who don't know how to play. Uh, Gabe twenty four seven just wrote greasy burgers. Yeah, uh, that's that's good. <laughs> uh, Sizzlin <laughs> Sizzlin Sean just wrote shit versus piss. Um, Japan man wrote uh, poop versus pee. Wait, wait, are they asking? What's, I th- I think what's they're you... goofing. Okay, it's not like what you like doing the most. Or like no, that like was not the question I asked. Okay, yeah, I think they're just asking, <laughs> and the other one. Uh, Beef steak or pussy? That's probably my favorite one. But beef thank steak. you. Just, okay. Yeah, that's just steak. It's kind of like an yeah, oxymoron. Yeah. yeah. So thank you for not knowing how to play, everyone. I appreciate it. Um. All right. Quarter Bra- Quarter Browner wants to know ice cream or frozen yogurt. Ooh. Um. Well, I'm not a huge fan of like cold desserts. Um, really? But I think. I mean. That depends as well, because, like, you have a lot of different sorts of ice cream. We do. We got a lot of shit over here. You got, like, the, the grocery store, like, like uh, uh, ice cream sandwiches kind of mm-hmm. type of deal. But you also like, like, Italian, Italian like, gelato. And that's yeah, gelato's, gelato's pretty wild. If, if, if gelato counts, I'll go with gelato. All right, sure. Fuck it. Gelato counts. I like gelato, too, actually. So we're going to go with that. All right. Jackpath wants to know mac and cheese or chicken tenders. Hmm. Hmm. I don't know. I, I, I don't. I like both, I guess, but I don't have really strong feelings about those two. Now, in America, these two items are like God tier for a lot of people. Like mac and cheese is God tier for some people. Is that the same way over where you are? Well, um, I think the mac and cheese that I ate growing up is like very different to um, what mac and cheese is rep- represents in the States because I've seen yeah. a lot of like uh, cooking videos where they make like Thanksgiving mac and cheese and that looks nothing like how I had mac and cheese as a kid. Hmm. So I'm, I, I, I don't think I've tried uh, the mac and cheese that is God tier to so many people. <laughs> I mean, that's for some people, like Kraft mac and cheese, like the shit they get in the box is yeah, that's, not I, grunt tier to me. No, because I, I, I don't, I don't, 
Yeah, I I think I had Kraft mac and cheese. Yeah, it's not not really too great, but we're rounding down. I think this one will be our last one. Um, Mason Delaware wants to know ribs or sushi. Ooh, um, sushi, hands down. I'm saying ribs, man. Ribs are like really fucking. If you get like a nice like homemade like smoked rack of ribs, bruh, that's just scrum diddlyumptious. Yeah, I. I don't know. I'm a I'm a I'm a big fan of ribs. I like ribs, but and you can have like sushi that's pretty mediocre. But when if you get a good sushi, yeah, when sushi is like like done right, like really good, I don't. There are not a lot of things that could beat it. I think. All right, wholesome. I like this inter inter uh, national talking yeah. of foods. This was sick. So, speaking of scrum diddly stuff, Earl, thank you for coming, but. Before I let you off the hook, I've been told that you have a little something special for the boys and girls at home, yeah? So maybe possibly yeah. a new song? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, do you want me to talk about a song or like... Yeah, uh, talk about the new song, man. Yeah, I have a... Because uh, this airs uh, like uh, December 2nd, right? Yes. All right. So December 4th, ladies and gents... Um, the December 4th, I'm releasing a new single and it's called Training for a Marathon. Ooh, Big's premiere. This is the first premiere on the podcast. Holy shit. I'm so excited. (laughs) Yeah. Um, yeah, I, yeah, you get to listen to it two days, uh, in advance, which is so listen to the fucking podcast. So after I do my little outro, you will hear the first ever world premiere of the new song Training for a Marathon by earl elliott but before that happens earl thank you for stopping by i appreciate you doing this thank you man yeah yeah thanks for having me like i i, I listened to the podcast you sent it to me and like i listened to the episode with vogue's guys which oh, is sick. Yeah. I, it's sick that you had vogue's guys and like i watched a ton of his videos yeah he's a cool dude i like Vogue's guys yeah yeah it was a good it was a good episode so really thank uh, you man i appreciate so, it yeah it's cool that i get to be on the same podcast <laughs> same podcast that vogue's guys was on man yeah man i'm working against yeah, some big names yeah, it was too fun. yeah it was so fun. before i let you off the hook state state your name state anything like links promotions shout outs the floor is yours um well i go by earl elliott and you can find me on youtube spotify apple music uh instagram twitter i guess you can follow <laughs> you can follow me on tiktok as well i don't make a lot of tiktoks but you can okay um so yeah, um, check out my stuff. There's a new co- song coming December fourth. Um, uh, I don't know. I may, might be forgetting something, but I do. I think that's it for now. <laughs> All right, guys, you heard him, Earl. Thank you for doing this. I appreciate it. Yeah, thanks for having me. No problem, man. So thank you, the listener, for listening to the Big Fish Podcast. I appreciate it. Earl probably appreciates it. So I do. Don't. Yeah, exactly. Don't go away <laughs> because after I do my little YouTuber outro, world premiere of train for a marathon is going to play. So thank you for watching big fish podcast almost every Wednesday. I try my best to do it every Wednesday, but school is wild. So we'll see. So thank you. I appreciate it. It's on Spotify, Apple music, all major platforms. You know what it is, but thank you for watching. I appreciate it. So as long as you stick around to listen to the world premiere of the song, then you're good to go. So thank you. I appreciate it. Have a pleasant day. Earl, take it away. You don't always feel the same way about it I still put up my best face This temptation ever go away
You don't always feel the same way 